Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The CDC's own scientists found masks are ineffective for COVID, but the agency recommended them anyway. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, we've been talking about this all along. We know that, of course, other studies show that masks aren't effective. But yet you had Anthony Fauci up there just pushing those masks all through COVID. You know, what happened to him? He kind of disappeared. But well, he caused a lot of damage. He caused That's a the lot hard of part. damage. And, you know, you had one mask. Then you had N95 masks, then you had two masks, then you had the mask and shields. None of those were effective for COVID. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's own scientists conducted studies showing that the N95 respirators are no more effective at stopping viruses than surgical masks. Yet the agency issued guidance contradicting those and other studies showing both types of masks are ineffective at stopping the spread of COVID-19, according to an investigation by an independent journalist, Paul Thacker. But you know, Matt, let me just jump in here. Think about the children. Think about all those precious little children that had to wear a mask in school. I saw them in the store. My heart would just break to see them. Think about the effect that's ha that's going to have on them for the rest of their lives wearing those masks. Well, especially the young children, um, mm -hmm. because they look at your facial expression right. and that's how they determine, you know, communication. And they had all that facial expression blocked. All you could see was people's eyes. Uh, that's a very traumatic experience. We'll not know the long-term impact no. of that for years, but we do know that it was an impact. And even now you see primarily the younger people that occasionally are still wearing masks. That is so out unbelievable. And back then, and during COVID, remember, you used to see people in their cars? Yes, by masks? themselves. By themselves. Or I've seen them out running around the lake or running walking by themselves. Biking, uh, you know, outside by themselves. But that's a, that's a red flag to me that says, okay, people are that vulnerable to allow the government to control them, to put their security in a little piece of cloth over your face, rather doing some homework and research and common sense. So one of the things that they found, and, and we did reports on this, we did it on our TV program here on uh, this radio program and other places in print and so forth, is that you have to look at, number one, the mask, mm -hmm. and what's the size of the particle. And the COVID particles were small enough to infiltrate all of these masks. Very small. So only certain larger particles might be stopped by certain masks. But then you have to have the proper mask, and you have to have it properly fitted. And For larger viruses. For larger particles, viruses. Not COVID, right. And then you don't reuse them day after day after right. day after day. Right, you don't day. hang it from your dashboard or your light, you know, mirror. Right, and just collect lots and lots of germs. Right. It's very dangerous, frankly, to continue to do this. So in 2023 of November, experts produced an 80-page systematic review and meta-analysis examining whether the N95 respirators were more effective than surgical masks, and they found that they are better at filtering particles, but they're not very effective at filtering COVID because COVID's 
particles are much smaller and consequently they can still infiltrate. But you know, Matt, what's really maddening is that the CDC ignored its own scientist studies and continued to recommend these masks, continued to say they were effective, continued to say you need to wear them. Well, and the review also found numerous symptoms reported by N95 mask users, including difficulty breathing, headaches and dizziness, skin barrier damage, and itching, fatigue, and difficulty talking. Imagine these nurses that were required to wear these N95 masks all day on eight-hour-plus shifts. You know, I know somebody who actually works here. She went in uh, back when she had to wear a mask for a medical appointment. They went in to test her oxygen, and her oxygen was very low. So they said, well, take off your mask. Took off her mask, retested her. Oxygen was fine. Hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, know? I, you could put your mask on, test your oxygen, and your oxygen would go down. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that doing to you all day long if you're wearing these every so day? So the first time, the only time I wore an N95 mask is when I had to to go into the U.S. United States Supreme Court. Um, I had to be tested before we flew to Washington, D.C. Uh, I had to be negative tested. Then on the day before, it was on a Monday, I had to be tested again. Anita and I, anybody who went in the courtroom, and back then they only allowed... Uh, the person arguing in one counsel, so it was me arguing and Anita as co-counsel on the case. And we had to get tested in the morning. It was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. My argument now is 10 o'clock the next day on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 3 p.m. in the afternoon where you're hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. I'm concentrating on the argument, and Anita's looking at the website. Finally, it pops up and says we're both negative, so now we can go in the courtroom the next morning. You didn't have to wear the mask during your argument, though. No, but Anita had to wear it the whole time. But I had to wear it in the lawyer's lounge. I had to wear it when I'm sitting down. I could take it off when I stood up. But when I sat down, I had to put it back on. I had to practice wearing that because it does affect your oxygen Mm. intake. Absolutely. And so I practiced a few days before that what it was like to wear an N95 mask, I was concerned about the lack of oxygen that it would provide just before you get up to argue. Right, because you had to be on your full game for that morning. Yeah, and uh, so I can. I was like really sympathetic after having worn that with these nurses that are, mm. in fact, some of the nurses that we represented that filed for religious accommodation, and they got the religious accommodation they were told, well, you have to wear a, a pin or a badge that says you're not vaxxed, mm. and you have to wear N95, where other ones don't have to wear N95. So these, some of these nurses had to wear N95 masks all day long. That's unbelievable. So this particular uh, report here shows that the CDC was aware that these masks didn't work, was aware that N95 was not more beneficial in prohibiting transmission of COVID than other masks. They were also aware of proper mask using usage so that, you know, they never said anything about how to use a mask. For example, you know, when you see a doctor using a mask, even if they are using an N95 mask, there's different sizes. So they have to, number one, get it fitted so that there's no gaps. And number two, they have to gently take it off around their ears and drop it into a disposal, and then get another one later on if they're going to use it. But they don't keep recycling the same germs over and over again. And that's what we had. We had cloth masks. We had all these other things. Um, Remember having to fly on airplanes, and you had to wear these stupid masks. 
Uh, and then remember women, mothers with their kids. Remember the picture of the mother with the kid sitting on her lap and the kid kept trying to pull the mask off. The mother got booted off the plane. Uh, the mother was trying to keep the kid with the mask it's on. It's just ridiculous what they've done. And I'm, I'm so glad this a particular journalist is going to be writing more about this. But I'm really glad he did this deep dive in showing that the CDC cannot be trusted. I mean, their own scientist studies show that these masks are not effective, but yet they continued to push them. And, of course, you had Anthony Fauci up there just wearing the mask, however many you can put on your face. But you have to remember that these government agencies are not for our benefit. So the report says in part, quote, soon after the pandemic started, the CDC began promoting masks to stop the spread of COVID. And it did so despite CDC publishing a May 2020 policy study in their own journal, Emerging Infectious Diseases, that did not find a substantial effect for masks in stopping the transmission of respiratory viruses. So they have continued to lie to the American people. Yeah, they continued to lie to the American people. Uh, they go on to talk, this study goes on and on. It cites uh, different kinds of uh, research and so forth around the world. Uh, according to Thacker, quote, for some reason, a mask worked political movement began to grow. So these became really a political issue. And remember all the fights and the people that would get upset if you didn't social distance or you didn't have a mask on or you didn't wear it properly. Remember that? You had to wear it above your nose. I mean, it's just ridiculous things. Or the people that wear them below their nose. That's even crazy. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing is nonsense. I know, but uh, Dr. You, I, Harvey Reich, uh, MD and PhD at Yale, said that the CDC has succumbed to political influences. It's time, my friends, to transform these agencies, FDA, CDC, perhaps even abolish some of these, but it's time to clearly transform them. Instead of being the watchdogs for the public health, they have become the lapdogs for the pharmaceutical industry and for their political agenda. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.